And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, This week's episode, we will be dealing with the stranger stories and the scriptures. (laughs) Or no, no, no. seriously <laughs> screwed up stories, also known as seriously screwed up stories. So this week, this week, uh, the story that we'll be focusing on will be Jesus cursing the fig tree. How will that? How will this discussion turn out? Why does it? Why is it so strange? I don't know. Let's. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So this is our Strangest Stories in the Scriptures. Strangest Stories in Scriptures. Our scripture reading for today (laughs) will be found in... Wow, we're doing this. Wow. My gosh, I feel so nostalgic. Mark 11... (laughs) Verses 12 to 25. Shall we all stand up for the reading of God's word? (laughs) Okay. Uh, And it says, on the following day, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. And he said to it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. And they came to Jerusalem, and he entered the temple, and began to drive out those who sold and those who brought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. And he would not allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. And he was teaching them and saying to them, it is, is it not written, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. And the chief priests and the scribes heard it and were seeking a way to destroy him, for they feared him, because all the crowd was astonished at his teaching. And when evening came, they went out of the city. As they passed in the morning, As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you seek in prayer, believe what Believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, so, 
I never realized that the the driving out of the people in the temple was after it was after was the, the fig tree, and it kind of gives a picture that Jesus was hangry. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't kill me! I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Okay. I'm just joking. So I'm so dead. I think what made this what made this strange for me was that one line. Which one? That the the fig tree didn't have any leaf because it was it not in, was not not in season. season. It's not the season for figs. So that, it's kind of strange to me that Jesus was that curt to the <laughs> to the tree fig and actually. I don't think curt is the right answer. I mean, the right word you would. I know it's. No, that I think it's a little bit stronger than Kurt. Dude unleashed a curse that killed the tree. That's messed up, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what kind of things can we learn from this story? <laughs> and why, why did... Okay, yeah, my question was... My question is, why did Jesus curse it when it was not in season? And, you know... The the disciple, the disciple, or no, not the disciple, the author of this book, which is Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, put <laughs> the effort of putting for it was not in season. It was not in season for a specific reason. For a specific reason, I don't know why did. Yeah, he put it in for a specific. I mean, he he. I mean, because it's it's also found in in Matthew, chapter mm-hmm. twenty one. Okay. And that verse is, and that that little saying isn't there. Hmm. So um, in the Matthew twenty one version, um, starting from eighteen, now in the early morning when he was returning to the city, he became hungry, angry, and seeing <laughs> all <laughs> and seeing alone, figured by the road, he came to it, found on it nothing except leaves alone, and he said to it, "No longer shall there be any, ever be any fruit from you." And I, and so, but the difference between Matthew and Mark is that in Matthew, I guess they skip ahead, and the tree instantly, like uh, the tree instantly dies. Ahead. Yeah, like yeah. So so there's like the time variance yeah. between the two uh, is yeah. There's 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 something that's um, yeah. There's a difference in there uh, for sure. So. Um, yeah, it doesn't say there that it wasn't in in um in season, but that just, you know, why did I mean why put that in the first place if it wasn't relevant? <laughs> right? I mean, if we're if we are to believe what we believe about the scriptures being inspired by the Holy Spirit, that means that all of this has a purpose. Every word mm-hmm. in here has some sort of usage. So, you know, it's not an easily thrown away, sort of like off the cuff, uh, off the cuff comment, right? So, I, I think, I think one of the disturbing thing for me is that um, if you take, and we'll we'll stick with Mark, uh, Mark's version. If we take that as it is to be. Us like we, we we take that metaphor saying that mm-hmm. we are the tree, and there's a lot of there's a lot of um, 
um, examples in the Bible, in Scripture, which likens a person to a tree. And so it's not a stretch for us to say, well, if this is me, right? Um, not only will... So the, the, the easiest thing is like, okay, if I'm not fruitful... Mm, I'm gonna get. It's not gonna be. It's not. It's not gonna work out well with me and God. Okay. Right, and, and we kind of know that, you know, with the with the parable of the 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 talents, where you know the the foolish servant doesn't yeah. do anything with the money, he kind of gets like whatever. And some of the other parables, you know, things don't work out for those that that don't necessarily want to be fruitful or to produce, mm-hmm. you know, for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, you know, that, that part is, a, you know, that's a harsh reality, I think, for many of us. But as we, just, as we said, the biggest thing, I think the shocker is that, is that one line that says, but the figs weren't in season, which if you were to interpret it, it's really easy to, to get to the point where it's just like, okay, I know that I might not be on good terms with God if I don't produce but I'm also expected to produce when I it's not natural or it's not time for me to produce. Like I'm not ready to produce, and so I'm gonna get I'm gonna get dinged for that. I think that's the biggest problem that we all have with this particular <laughs> passage. Yeah. With that clause, it's just throwing a monkey wrench in everything that we understand God to be as a God of that's that's fair. Right, mm-hmm. you know, not just mm-hmm. I mean, not just gracious and loving and patient sure. and kind and all this goodness and giving us you know many chances to to come to Him. So this seems you know, especially from Jesus, yeah, right, that it's coming from Jesus that this is such a stark um, departure from what we see Him or what we envision <laughs> Jesus to be with us. <laughs> Right, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. it isn't because, like, yo, well, it's a tree, right? It's not a person, yeah, but it is. I mean, like, you can take it to be us. But it's a tree, though. But <laughs> it's a tree. It's just a tree. That's all I'm sticking to. It. And the funny thing about it, I think, one the other thing that messes you up is that when one of the one of the disciples says, "Hey, you just cursed this tree. How did you do it?" And then Jesus kind of like. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he like he answers the question. He turns it into he turns it into a thing about prayer and faith. (laughs) It's just like, hey, you can do this too, even greater things. And doesn't answer the question, well, why'd you do it in the first place? I mean, well, I guess we understand why he does it in the first place, because it says, well, you didn't produce any 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 figs even though you've got the leaves and yeah maybe it's not time for fig trees to produce figs but you're done <laughs> like just like that yeah. just like that i don't know it's hard it's really hard for me to believe that this is about people i don't know why <laughs> just because it's like jesus directly interacting with a tree and i'm like i don't know if i can if we can apply if we can apply that straight parable but it's not really a parable it's like a thing that physically happened it's a, yeah it's like yeah this happened this isn't a story this, yeah, this isn't a story this, this is isn't like, yeah this, this isn't literally um, happened yeah this isn't like a um, it's not like a parable that god like jesus would say to like his disciples like 
This, this happened. This actually happened. This happened. There is a time and a place and a point in history where this actually happened. I mean, yeah, it could it could mean like you are like equating the tree to a human being, and that once we come to our ends, if we're not producing, then that's kind of it for you, I guess. <laughs> but it just doesn't make sense to me. It just again, yeah, you're saying how like yeah, God is God. He's gracious. He's merciful, but. This is like a yeah the monkey wrench part of it, and it's hard for me to believe that this is speaking towards that, right? As in human beings, it has to, I feel like it has to be speaking towards something else, unless I'm wrong. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, so going back to like, is this us? Well, is this us? Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's an interpretation that's there because Jesus doesn't go out and say specifically, "These are the people." That come into my kingdom, but doesn't do anything. Yeah, who don't produce. They don't produce. They will be thrown out of the kingdom where they're weeping and gnashing of teeth. Like, it just, it doesn't, <laughs> it's there, right? Yeah. So, uh, I think how we get to this point is that, like I said, we do see points in scripture where a tree is referenced to a man. We find that in Psalms, in the first chapter, where where the psalmist says, you know, uh, the man, you know, God transplants, or uh, plants a, a man, like um, those are sorry. Um, God takes a man. He's like you know, and he plants him near tree into a. Uh, I'm water. totally butchering this. Yeah, through water. water. Yeah. So there's that. There is also the idea of just, even specific people where Nebuchadnezzar lo- loses his mind and he's like into a tree, tree. Oh. right? And he loses his mind for seven years, and there's that part of the mm-hmm. prophecy. Right. There's also John 15 where I'm fine. Yeah. Well, that's Jesus. Yes. Uh, um, we are branches. Oh yeah, we yeah, are the yeah, branches. yeah. We are the branches. So yeah, we yeah, are yeah. part. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah, tree. yeah. Okay, so yeah, there's, there's, there's that as well. And then we see, and so we take that instance in our brain, and we also take the other parables where we know that Jesus says, "Okay, if you don't produce, things aren't going to do well for you." Yeah, like we yeah, said, yeah, the parable yeah. of the talents. You know, and other such things, and we merge them two together, and we say, "Okay, this must mean like a person," and Jesus is cursing a person that that doesn't, you know, whatever, because there's, you know, there's precedent for it. Um, but I think what what some scholars will do to sort of talk about this, or at least you know, explain it away, because as you were saying, Mark, it comes after. You know, where Jesus is, or in between this idea that Jesus comes to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. throws out the money changers, engages and in, in the next in the next part, he engages with the Pharisees or the leaders of the Jewish people. Okay. And his authority is questioned. Some Ooh. scholars will say that okay, this okay. is not necessary this is really um this is really an indictment on Israel. And on Judah, mm. oh, interesting, yeah. right? Okay. And the reason, and how they, and the reason why they say that, in in order to get, I think, in order to get across, I'm sounding like they're just, they're pulling this out just so they can explain. I explain away that this is because it was not in season. That that's probably not it, but it kind of fits in the sense that if Jesus is talking about the Jewish uh, nation, his own people that were supposed to whatever they have. Mm the the appearance that they have 
been fruitful, that they are blessed by God, that they are to bless others with their fruit, and yet there is nothing in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least as Christians, we, we 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 like the idea that well, we are Christians because I mean, Jesus Jesus chooses us now. We're the we're the now sure. the, the light bearers, the standard bearers of God's kingdom to the rest of the world because the Jewish nation kind of dropped the ball and that Jesus says no more for you guys, and he kind of curses them in the sense, um, and the reason why they and and the way that it fits is that, um. Because the Jewish nation is fruit is is producing leaves, yes, yet it is not time mm-hmm. to produce figs for the rest of the other trees, which is us. Whoa. Right, the other okay. nations, the other sort of like groups that 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 Christ talks about, or that 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 God has to, you know, spread his 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 good news, his message, his mm-hmm. love. So. Uh, it would be more prudent, I would think, than to to say that this fig tree is not necessarily a person, a singular person, where we can engage in it and, and say, yes, this is us, and we take that metaphor and we internalize and say, this is us. But rather, this is the nation of Israel that was supposed to be fruitful before everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Even though they're not in season, they should be and Jesus comes for, to them. Oh, shoot. Jesus comes to them like Jesus comes to Jerusalem, finds that there's nothing there, even though they have the leaves, and it totally like messes everybody up because they're supposed to, and it's not there. Mm-hmm. Jesus then, yeah. yeah. And there's a reason why Jesus came, I think, to closer to the fig tree because he was, although it was not time or it wasn't season. Or it wasn't in season for it to produce figs mm-hmm. because he saw the leaves. He was expecting that there would be figs. Yeah. So this was kind of like maybe Jesus was expecting that this was an early bloomer, uh, although that it wasn't in season because it was producing figs that he expected that there would be fruits. Yeah. And it kind of speaks to that that notion where sometimes believers are just, you know, on looking good on the outside uh, but yet yeah, not yeah, producing yeah. fruit like when it really matters yeah right and so that's what jesus was kind of angry about with the figs um and then when i guess the disciples asked him like hey look or <laughs> not ask him but he they said hey look the tree that you cursed, cursed has <laughs> completely withered uh, i guess what jesus was talking about then was how he expects us to produce fruit, like how how our faith mm-hmm. then produces fruit. When he mm-hmm. says, like whether you ask, well, look at look at any mountain, and ask it to be thrown into the sea. If you have faith, then it will it will be thrown into the sea. So it's kind of like, okay, yeah. What happened to the fig tree? I cursed it because it wasn't producing fruit. Right, and then this is how your the way that I'm giving you this picture of you throwing the mountain into the sea, if you pray for it and if it's in God's will, is kind of like what, how it would look like to produce fruit. Mm. Kind of thing. Yeah. And also the forgiveness part was also um, fruitfulness mm. in terms of your faith. So you can't just say, oh, I have faith in God and yes, my faith faith in God is strong and my relationship with him is strong, but 
yet you can't um, forgive someone who has wronged you. It's kind of like, oh, that's just leaf. Like what you're saying, your relationship with God is strong. It's just leaves, but then the fruit is actually in the forgiveness part mm-hmm. right? and how to live. Mm. I think that's what that's why Jesus was kind of angry towards the the fig tree because it wasn't producing fruit, even though it was producing leaves when. Those two should have gone hand in hand. Sure. Mm, um, okay. At least shortly after the leaves have sprouted, Started, yeah. then figs or fruit should have come from the tree. And then I think the story in between the interaction between the fig tree and Jesus's spiel to his disciples mm-hmm. is the temple being cleansed sort of thing yeah mm-hmm. where jesus drove out people who were you know selling mm-hmm. in the market and that goes yeah that speaks to what you're saying alan is just israel is outwardly having leaves quote-unquote leaves when you know they were there they were making sacrifices they were they were in the temple they were doing all these things and they were selling products or animals so that people can make sacrifices but then that's not really what god wanted mm. right? so it's like the, the temple was bustling uh, i don't think it was people talking or necessarily the noise that drove jesus mad but it was the injustice that was happening uh, mm. when people went into the, te- into the temple and um was making profit off of the sacrificial systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's definitely a big sobering, I guess, like reflection that like, we can all and every person who says they're follower Jesus can definitely look and reflect on themselves to see like, oh, like, am I literally just leaves to Jesus? Or is he examining me and he sees some little, little baby figs growing or something like that, right? Because like, I feel like it's really, really easy. It's so easy to look like a fig tree to other, to other fig trees. Right, it's easy to look like a Christian to other Christians if you're doing and you're doing all the right things, saying all the right things, and you know portraying that whole i the whole um, image of being a Christian. Okay, so can we differentiate then between the leaves and the fruit of a person? Oh, it's true. I mean, what do you guys think? Scientifically, oh, scientifically, going back scientifically, (laughs) leaves have a purpose, right? Right. I don't know. I didn't pay attention in science. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absorb the sun, make chlorophyll, the food for the plant. Yeah, I think that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that photosynthesis, all the nutrients from the sun, converted great six, converted into biology, converted into energy to somehow make fruits, and there are plants that don't produce fruit, right? For us to eat. And there are plants that produce fruit that can't be eaten, right? Edible. Yeah. Okay, okay, They're okay, not edible. Okay. Uh, so all this to say... Picking up what you're putting down. Leaves, when it comes to plant and when it comes to plants uh, that bear fruit that can be eaten and that has anything to do with this picture, leaves are kind of like the fluff. 
Oh. Right. Oh. Um, oh, okay. They're not. <laughs> I'm like in this picture, they're useless. In the picture of um cr- making fruit, making fruit because no, there's no, no, no. not making oh, fruit, but because they have a purpose, <laughs> Some <guy>. scientifically. <laughs> but in this picture, it's like you can't eat leaves and be filled, or you can't eat leaves and. Like you're nutrients. like you're a fig tree. Where's your figs? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the figs are. The you're things not a fig. Where's your figs? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> apple tree, you don't go apple picking for the leaves. You That's go true. for the apple. That's true. Right. So, <laughs> but then there are those plant herbs where you know spinach. You, you eat the spinach leaves. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain there are some plants where they produce fruit, and you can eat all of it, leaves and fruit and everything. Okay, but I understand. But I don't. I don't think this is this is meant to be. That's not one of those trees. Yeah, meant to be like one of those that goes straight. In, yeah, I don't think it's that that kind of tree, that kind of deepness in it. Uh, the way that I see it, I guess for leaves, if we're going to go to the biological model. Oh my gosh, I'm going. We're going deep, eh? <laughs> okay, science guys. Well, it's not even science. It's 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 the idea that along with the root system, along with the root system, as well as as the leaves, right? These structures are in place to help you grow. It's the taking in of stuff. Yes. Right. So you take, 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 take. But if you're not producing to benefit others or to grow, remember that I'm I'm not exactly sure if figs are this way, but if we're talking about apples or other other fruit, within those fruit are seeds, right, to make more. Oh, you're going deep, eh? Right? Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So yeah, one of my professors says that yeah. you know, one of my professors says that, you know, the, the fruit of an apple tree is not an apple, it's another tree. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. exactly if I agree with it, but I get the point. I take the point. I understand that, the, yeah, yeah, the I concept. The, the concept, there. Yeah, 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 the yeah. concept is that you know when you are when you are producing fruit, right? It is to the benefit of others to not only nourish them but to also produce another tree so that they can, right? Mm-hmm. So that there is more blessing to go around. Sure. Right. And we see that, and we see that with with how. You know, Jesus talks about us interacting with others, interacting with ourselves, how we have to love one another. Uh, Paul the Apostle talks about that extensively in his in his in his epistles, right? How we, how we need to encourage and to exhort and to benefit one another with the gifts that are given mm-hmm. to us. And so, I would see that this this parable speaking to that um, aspect of our of our journey, you know, of our of our Christian growth as well so we can't just keep taking 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 right uh because at that point we're just you know i don't know what the word is but we're like we're parasites right oh yeah we just just take and we don't give back right and i don't think that works in the kingdom of heaven i agree with you right yeah yeah can we akin that to like 
you said the Israelites, they're just reaping the benefits of God's blessing well, without producing yeah. the fruits. Oof, yeah, you could. Without producing the fig, the fig, the fig fruits. The fig fruits. The fig fruits. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I guess they were reaping the benefits of being God's chosen people, but they weren't. Okay, yeah, they were supposed to be the one yeah. that spread God's kingdom and to be blessing the, the, I guess, the surrounding. Right. And obviously, we're not talking about individuals themselves. Like exactly. Every single person is useless in yeah. the kingdom of God. But as like an entity, as a being, as like sort of, you know, the children of Israel, like this. Yeah, exactly. You know, as a one, whole. Yeah, as a whole. Right. That's, you know. Yeah. And I'll, I'll also comply to lots of guys as Christians too. Yes. Which is kind of scary. I mean, at that point, would you call, would you be even considered a Christian? Nominally? No. You think? <laughs> I mean, he still calls it a fig tree, but, but it's, it's not, not a fig tree. Essentially, not, yeah, it's it's if you're not producing figs. Well, you, it's <laughs> implicit, or it's implying that there that there might be something defective with it itself. Mm. And if all those things that aren't producing is defective, well, you know, I I can't remember which passage it is, but you know, if it doesn't produce the owner or whatever comes in and cuts down the tree yeah. right prune and pr- no not even pruning pruning is to help it grow more oh. right um but actually hacking it down hacking it down like and really replacing useless. it with really something useless. else that's that you know that, that'll thing. produce something that's a thing i, I mean yeah I'm, I'm fairly certain that's i feel, in like, the that's Bible there. I feel somewhere. like that's somewhere there oh it's been a long day <laughs> permaculture bro <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Because you break the cycle, and you're not producing the mm. things. Just not. It's yeah. you're breaking the system, and, and that's kind of eating up the soil. Yeah, nutrients. and that's eating kind up. of what sin is okay. in general. Okay. Right. If okay. we're talking, if 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 God's kingdom is based on love, right? If God's kingdom is based on love, with this idea that uh, if I if I if I have love towards. I don't know, five people in, in our room, mm. right? That's a lot of people that I, I'm expending energy towards. Okay. But the idea is that those five people will love me back and spe- expend energy. And so there's this circle of... Love. Yeah, circle of love. There's like this idea of, 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 of giving out, taking in, giving out, taking in. It's, you know, um, continuous. Sin, though... If we are to understand this as sort of like an anomaly of what love is, of, 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 of a, a mutation um, of what love is, it's self-love. The Delta variant. The Delta variant of the <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right? It messes things up because, you know, it's it's a paradox. If, if sin is self-love, how do you, you know, if it, mm-hmm. that doesn't, it doesn't work in God's kingdom, of, uh, the economy in God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so, which is why God needs to take out, take it out in general, right? Because sin doesn't work in the economy of the kingdom of God. Mm. It's messing things up. It's stopping the flow and messing up the system so that there is no more give and take. There's just take, 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 take. Got it. Mm. Yeah. Right? And, and if you are that way, you don't belong in the kingdom of heaven. That's Satan's model. That's Lucifer's model. And at mm. some point, God will get rid of you, right? 
harsh way of putting it. Yeah, kind of. Sorry for those that believe that everybody gets saved. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> Refer back to Refer our back previous to episode. <laughs> episode 78, I believe. 79. <laughs> yes, 79. Previous to this one. Give it a listen if you have time. Um, But yeah, can we? Can we? I, I still am unsure about this idea of leaves and fruit. Like, I know okay. you mentioned like the idea that, okay, so when Jesus goes into his answer and says, and says, Hey, when you have faith, you get to do whatever. And so, yes, sure. I accept that. Uh, but I can't imagine that all fit, that any kind of fruit that every fruit I should say is miraculous in its core. Right. To say that, Hey, let me move a mountain. Boom. Like it's, it, that's kind of something you don't see every day. Yeah. That, and I I'm think saying, I'm not saying extreme. that, I'm not saying that it's not that way, <laughs> that that's not fruit. I'm saying that, that, that is fruit. That's totally fruit. I just, I can't, I can't imagine that's the only thing that's fruit, right? There's got to be more, right? It's got to be a wider definition. No, definitely. I think, I think that's like the wild extreme yes like the the spectrum where you know the miraculous spectrum yeah at its fullest power at its fullest like utility Mm -hmm. like we see that in the life of paul uh healing people that you know touch his clothes right Mm -hmm. um and then the (laughs) the the prison walls just opening Uh up for him yeah yeah, yeah. silas so uh yeah, that's fruit too, but then there's those silent fruits where, you know, forgiveness, as Jesus mentioned, right. or praying, as Jesus mentioned. So I think there there's definitely a lot more fruits that were not specifically mentioned. Yeah. But I think those, I think what Jesus, Jesus did a pretty good job. I mean, a really good job because he's Jesus. <laughs> he did a good job. He does perfect things perfectly. Uh, he's, he's perfect. He's perfect. He's uh, perfect. A good job. Except that one parable about, <laughs> about the, the, what's it called? The manager, the shrewd manager. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> I'm just joking. Jesus, don't, don't kill me. Uh, I think Jesus... Gave a picture, or at least I would like to think of the spectrum, both spectrum, where it's like the mount moving the mountain, Mm. public, miraculous, awesome, great uh, fruit of someone's faith. And then there's the more subtle ones, but easily called, as easily called fruit. Too, sure. which is forgiveness like what what are the things that we do in in the shadows or in private right mm-hmm. um that has to do with our faith like can we forgive or do we pray for people do we even pray um yeah those things i think like jesus put it in the spectrum at least that's how it spoke to me mm-hmm. in yeah. this passage yeah 
Yeah, well, I'm hoping that. <laughs> it's not just moving mountains. Not just moving mountains. Moving mountains. Like, not moving mountains? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not, are, you doing? I'm not, are you in a fig tree? I don't know. I'm not producing that way <laughs> really on flag. a regular basis. Like, I'll flying. have my moments every now and then, but like, I don't know, man. It's not the whole 30, 60, 100 times over mm. that I'm doing it. But I think, you know, um, I, if we were to settle on a definition, maybe for me, it's just doing things whether it's seen or unseen, as you were talking about, yeah. Mark, that benefits somebody somebody other than yourself. Loving your neighbor? Loving your neighbor, loving, your, loving God with all your heart. Yeah. You know, one of those things, you know, is not a taking. You're actually... It's a lot of giving, actually. Yeah, you're actually just producing for something. Like, yeah, you're benefiting somebody else. Mm-hmm. Now, you might be able to benefit, uh, you know, concurrently with that. But the, I think the whole idea is that fruit itself is something that is beneficial to somebody else that's uh, mm-hmm. somebody else other than yourself. I would hope. I, would I mean, think, I could agree to that definition. Think. Right? Yeah. Because if, yeah. le- if leaves is all about taking in, and we're not to say, it's not to say that leaves are bad. Right? Leaves are there. You know, taking in is necessary for us to be healthy, for us to grow. I agree. Like, that makes makes sense. Because, like, if we were to be just fig trees without any leaves, like, how are we supposed to be producing any exactly. at all? Yeah. We, we are receiving the love of God. On God's unconditional love, which allows us to give back that love to, you know, our neighbors and to serve others and all that yep. good stuff. All that good stuff. Yeah. And all so, that good stuff. And so, you know, th- that's there to, and remember, you're that, that, those leaves that are there, you're taking in energy in order to produce the, the fruit. Oh my and I think that's what, what really ticked off Jesus is that you're taking and taking with the purpose of, hey, you're supposed to actually do something for others in, in kind. Yeah. 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 But that's not what's happening. So you're just taking, 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 and it's not doing anything to nobody. And in, fact uh there might something be wrong with you and so i can't mm. you know there's something defective in there and so maybe you can't <laughs> live anymore i don't know what it is i don't know how to put it how you would put it but it's just like it's i can't i can't, maybe he's just saying i can't i can't use it. It's, it it can't be it just can't be yeah i mean couldn't jesus resurrect that tree well, here's the thing. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Well, yeah, he can. But here's Good. the thing. Wait, 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 wait. Hold uh, just a thought. Uh, going back to this idea that figs or fruit uh, contains within itself the seed to recreate itself. Sure. Eventually, it's just going to die anyways. Mm. Right? And so what Jesus is doing in this, in this instance may be that he's just, what is inevitable, he's just bringing faster. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see, what right? I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. I'm picking up what you're saying. Okay. So I'm okay with that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because okay. it's going to die anyways. It's like, I mean, yes, okay, obviously it's going to die. But, yeah. you know, it's not, it, I mean, it's in the sense that it it doesn't, it doesn't, like, it doesn't live on. Like, it doesn't, it it doesn't it's not eternal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, not an eternal, eternal tree. It's, it's not like its legacy moves on. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, it's just going to die with that one particular thing, you know, with that, you know, in that whatever. So 
this is just something that, that was going to happen anyways. And Jesus is just like, well, all right. Well, let's just take it to its to its final conclusion now, as opposed to wait, you know, a couple of years, hundred years, whatever. Mm. Which is his mo, right? Like, Kinda, yeah. Um, going back to the flood, that's how he operated, right? Yeah. Um, he doesn't. I think his foreknowledge comes into play. He's like, okay, so this is how they're gonna do it. And this is how they're going to be. No matter how many times I give them the chance, they're all going to end up not believing me. Mm-hmm. So instead of them keeping on killing the earth and doing all these horrendous things towards other people and hurting other people, I'm just going to wipe them out because if they live more, like they're going to hurt the earth anymore, like more and more. So I'll just put it out to them now. Yeah, and, and they're just going to destroy. The, yeah, they're just going to destroy themselves eventually. Yeah. So I might as well just. So he just in. lifted. Yeah. His protection, and then. And just fast forwarded to its to its logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So Calvinistic. <laughs> and then Paul reading. <laughs> I put it out there. Because you guys are talking about it. <laughs> tulip. Tulip Does man. Tulip have fruits. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, and then I think it was Romans, right? Like when Paul was saying, God gave them up to their destruction, mm-hmm, yeah. to their own destruction. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what is the principle here is just, it's going to die anyways, the fig tree. So Jesus just cursed it and made it, made the process faster. Yeah. Got it. I think, I think what, I think what, what people, you know, initially when they react to that, you know, if this is what it is, right, it's a fast forwarding to its to its logical conclusion, you know, just like any, you know, for for anybody that's lost anybody, right, especially if they've done it, you know, what we perceive to be before their time, somebody mm. that dies young. Yeah. It's this idea that, you know, even if they if they're in if they have if they're not getting along with other people, the notions or they mess or they mess up. It's this idea that you can't change anything. You can't make up whatever it is that you got to make up if you were alive. It's just there's a finality to it. There's no coming back from it, right? And I think that that scares people. And it you know it kind of does. It's it's mm-hmm. a scary notion that once that happens. You can't change anything. You can't make mm, things, you true. can't make it up. You can't you can't make things right. That it is what it is and that's what it will be forever. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of scary, but kind of Yeah. Sobering, I guess. Yeah. It is sobering. This, yeah. And I I didn't think this is the way the conversation <laughs> was ever going to get no. to, but yeah. <laughs> Like the deepness of the scriptures, especially for something like this that wow. confuses us. Yeah, you can find new things. <sighs> yeah. The sobering reality right there. Holy shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think like a pastor said it once, is that no matter what you do, you're going to serve God's purpose. One way or another. Oh, one way or another. One yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on either side, with your consent you- or not. <laughs> on one side, if you obey his will, you're going to serve his purpose and spreading the name of, of Jesus, Jesus and spreading true. the gospel. That's and true. Being saved, like being 
one of the people that Jesus brings to heaven. And at the same time, you're going to, if you're on the other side, you're also going to serve God's purpose. And, um, your cautionary tale. He's going to make you an example. Cautionary tale. It's a good way to see it. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't want, I hope it's not like a, we're just going to scare you into salvation type thing, but it's a, it makes you realize. Yeah. What do you think? It does yeah, make you think. It does. And I, I think we all, we all wish, you know, as people that, that choose God and want to to defend him as as the the loving always loving yeah. always kind whatever there is that stark reality right that at some point you know you have to get rid of sin and the people that embrace that that yeah. doesn't want to let that go and that means people dying people ceasing to exist yeah right and we wish that wasn't so and I think that's I, I think that that people that leave the church and have problems with the church, uh, there's a percentage of those people that can't reconcile that idea that an all loving God would kill people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we, but what we discussed here is that while you can frame it as God killing people, really what it is, is just taking them to its logical conclusion as somebody that's destroying themselves. Fair enough. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like it's just like, a, this. we see like the victory just like, just God's wrath. Yeah. And, and and I think like the lack of people understanding and knowing what God's wrath is all about. And like, again, also like, having sin come to its final conclusion. If you play itself out, let it play itself out. Yeah. To its total end. Yeah. And, and, and you know, um, when people get, confused or even angry at god because he you know takes somebody out of the equation right rarely do we think about the people that are hurting because of this person's actions right that they're taking out and how is god fair if he leaves that for these other people that are affected that are hurt that are you know having their their faith tested their faith shaken their patience shaken their you know um the resources whether it's physical or mental financial whatever it is now are tested and 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 put to its limit how is jesus how is god not fair by you know how is god not fair By letting that person or these or a group of people continue on their way, hurting others, testing others, bringing them to you know hard and bitter ends, and and so we find and I'm you know I'm in the middle of reading Revelation, right, um, where one of the I think it's one of the trumpet blows and the dead are like hey when are we going to be avenged or like, when are we going to, you know, when are things going to be made right? And God says, Hey, give them, give them a couple of shirts and let them go back to bed until everything gets settled. Rarely do we, yeah. Rarely do we see the other side, right? Yeah. We see God saying, okay, yeah, he's going to take out a person, but what about the people that, 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 that person is affecting? Hmm. Right. Isn't God, loving to them too the, don't they matter to god as well 
Is he not being fair as well to them and merciful? Right? Um, to put, you know, their trying season, their trying whatever out. And I know I'm belaboring the point, but the idea is that, you know, you kind of... Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess what we can learn from this story <laughs> at the end of it all, as we have said... Is just as Christians and as believers, we need to produce fruit. It can't be just a showy, out outward appearing thing. It's where it's like it's all leaves. Jesus expects when He looks deep in our hearts and deep into our daily lives and our faith, He expects fruit. So, um, yeah, and so that's just. Um, let's. Let's be um, more cognizant of that and to be aware of how we're producing fruit. Yeah, and I think what we're missing here, I guess, like, that I've kind of messed up, is that producing fruit when you have an abundance of leaves is a natural process, right? Yeah. Uh, and so when, when I think about, you know, when we go back to, hey, the fruits of the Spirit, um. I used to think, hey, we've got to work on our, our whatever, or we've got to work on our love, we've got to work yeah, on yeah. our patience, we've got to work on our self-control sure. so that you know those fruits can grow. But fruits are a, produ are uh, a production of a yeah. healthy whatever of... Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. But the idea is that when you have the Holy Spirit it's within a, you... It's a natural outcome. It's a natural, outcome. yeah, a natural outcome that you produce the fruit. Yeah. The fruit is the evidence of... Yeah, it's not like we're trying our best to like, oh, let me like really squeeze out this peach right now. Exactly. Squeeze out this love. Let me squeeze out this love. Let me squeeze out this patience, you know? Yeah. And it almost seems like going back to the idea that, you know, when you don't, that this tree not producing, is that there's something wrong with it. It's almost like they're choosing not to do it. Mm, yeah. Right, they're actively, it's like a yeah, they're deliberately thing. not doing it. They're they're fighting against the notion that they have to produce something. Wow, because like the they're Holy fighting Spirit, against their natural, they're fighting against a natural process of because the Holy Spirit fruit. nudges yeah. you, right? yeah, and it's a constant saying no for you to not produce fruit. Yeah, that's the Delta variant. <laughs> you say no. That's the seriously. No, okay, I don't want to call it. I call it Delta variant, but that's the like the genetic, the genetic. Uh, what is it? Mutation. Mutation that uh, this allows fruit from being produced. Like you, you say no to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Because I f like in my life, I feel it too. It's just the Holy Spirit nudging me every day to do my devotionals or to work on my anger and to work on the things that I'm struggling with, and it's. A constant it's not like he does it without my consent it's like me being passive again about it as me saying no and me mm. me just letting you know my time pass by without doing devotionals or uh, taking care of the things i need to um spiritually and when relating to my relationship with god is me telling the holy spirit no and I feel that he's doing that all the time. And so he's, I feel that he does it with each and every one of us where he, he nudges you to produce and he nudges you to 
give him that space for him to produce. Mm. But it's us closing off our um, nucleus, (laughs) 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 our membranes, and not letting him in to produce that chlorophyll. I love in our lives. Well, we're going deep in into this metaphor. To produce good works in us and to produce good fruit in us is it's it's a matter of us saying no. Right. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, don't say no. <laughs> don't say uh, no. Open up your heart to the Holy Spirit yeah. and he'll you know produce. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Just happen. The Just natural process. <laughs> Just allow it. Just allow Just it. Allow it. Is that a bloom? All right. Shall we go into our movie cast? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so every time we do strangest stories of the scriptures, we like to imagine that we are executive producers and um, in charge of casting. So <laughs> we'd like to imagine uh, if we were to make a movie who we would cast into these roles so here we are um <laughs> suggesting actors to cast As Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. so do you guys have any any people in mind so i have jesus and peter james and john okay oh i have just jesus in the fig tree Oh yeah, the fig tree. <laughs> the the voiceover. That's just me. That's just me. That's just me. Oh, CGI fig tree. Should I just go first? I guess. Yeah, go ahead. I just always think again. Every time we do this, I think it's a comedy. <laughs> Some keep on um, keep on thinking that it's always a comedy with me. So as as our fig tree, we have Jonah Hill. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> does yeah, it yeah, talk yeah, back yeah. to Jesus? It does. It talks back to Jesus. It's really yeah, annoying. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Why God? <laughs> Why? And just like whiny and everything like that. And then my Jesus, the comedy Jesus would be Steve Carell. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Steve Carell is just Evan talking Almighty. down in Jonah Hill. Yeah, Evan Almighty. <laughs> just that same energy, just like Steve Carell, just like cursing Jonah Hill. And then Jonah Hill starts crying and weep and becomes a weeping willow and a dead tree. There you go. That is my, that is my casting. Okay. Mark? <laughs> Okay, um, mine is more serious. <laughs> uh, Jesus would be... Okay, let me start with the disciples. Yeah, so, yeah start with the disciples. So John, John the Beloved, um, because he was known as you know, Son of Thunder, so yeah. I imagine like a really hard, hard-looking guy, and like really gangster. Yeah. Just looks angry all the time. Yeah. Norman Reedus. Wow. So, okay. Uh, he's in The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> what's his name again? The Walk Daryl. 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 Yes, Daryl from The Walking Dead. Um, it's just badass looking, <laughs> which I imagine John. Uh, another badass, which is his brother, Sons of Thunder. Another Son of Thunder, James. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy. Oh my gosh! Wow. I love those that. two. Just look like oh, they want to. Uh, wow. Yeah. Are, they, um, are these shirtless disciples? Because <laughs> Norman Reedus is the type of person to pray to Jesus to uh, rain down fire on a <laughs> particular town who doesn't receive him. Well. Okay. Um, Peter 
is more of like a comedic guy uh, that I pictured. It's just Ryan Reynolds. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> what an all star cast so far. Um, really? Right. I so, so all the other disciples are really extras yeah, in this. Extras. <laughs> Um. So Jesus would be Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Wow. Um. So Walking Dead. The Walking like, Dead. Okay. Negan from The Walking Dead. He's also the Winchester father in Supernatural, and he's also he also plays the comedian in um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Yes, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Wow. Wow. I like that. Okay. No fig tree actor. No fig tree. Just, it's just a CGI. It's a serious movie. It's a serious movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jesus. Um, I can't get Oscar Isaac out of my head to, for him to be that. Okay. Right. Um, I just can't so the, get him. That's the guy, uh, this apocalypse. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Uh, he's in Star Wars, right? He's, yeah, he's Star he's Wars. Wars. Oh, so yeah. is Damon Poe. But he's also mm. like he's uh yeah. Um where else where else is he in? Um oh man. Oh, the um, the new foundation show that's coming up on Apple. Um he's the father. Oh. Um X Mac Mac Machinima. Machinima, yep. Yep. That's him. So uh he would be Jesus if I were okay. Um the fig tree voiceover. <laughs> the fig tree voiceover. The fig tree voiceover. Why are you doing this to me, God? Uh, <laughs> I, I, Is it an end from uh, like Lord an, of the Rings? <laughs> an end? Why? No. Um, I'm gonna go with David Swimmer. Um, why? And because David. <laughs> no, he's just a what? Why, God? Not bad. Uh, and so yeah, and and because I couldn't get off David Swimmer, that means the other. That his disciples are like Matthew Perry and, oh, and whoever Joe and Joey. Joey's Peter. Joey yeah. has to be Peter. So yeah, there's those. <laughs> those are my guys. That's good. That's good. Oh, Gunther. Did you put Gunther? In Gunther could be in there, man. He can. <laughs> Although you know that whole white European in a. That's true. That's true. Thing. I mean Matthew Perry. Well, yeah. They're all pretty <laughs> <laughs> I think David Schwimmer is the only one that's that is Jewish and he's the tree <laughs> well folks that's all we have for you this week we hope that you were blessed by our discussion let us know what you think send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at the prodigals project on Facebook Twitter and Instagram if you like what you've been hearing please like and subscribe also leave a rating and review It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigal's Podcast.